Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The phone number here, 800-721-9313. 1-800-721-9313. If you'd like to talk with uh, Pastor Ryan Speakman and myself. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good. Great Great. to see you. Yeah. Bright and early. Yeah. Very early. Yeah. Yeah. Looking all (laughs) wide awake. So. Wow. Yeah, that's... I mean, looking, but <laughs> hey, I brought caffeine, like I yeah, always do. Yeah, I know. So. Thank you. That, <laughs> yeah. that definitely helps. Yeah, thank God for human being. Amen. So, give them a plug. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, they've got some good stuff. So, um, we were uh, talking off air about uh, what uh, your conversation was yesterday with uh, the people here at your Celebration Radio Network during um, the Praise and Prayer Day. Yeah, and yeah. So, so I, I woke up yesterday morning and started to check my, you know, I was getting a cup of coffee, sit in my recliner and try to get through my, you know, morning email. That's the way to do it. Right. Relax. Definitely. So first thing I see is a message from my wife. She's in the other room, but we're a modern couple. This is, you know, <laughs> how we communicate. We do the same thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it was about this um, announcement of this uh, peace treaty between um, Israel and the United Arab Emirates, which is a very small country on the Arabian Peninsula, so right by, you know, Saudi Arabia on the Persian Gulf, uh, you know, major oil, you know, producer, of course. And um, and I looked at it and I thought, oh, well, this is definitely, you know, interesting. And and I, you know, thought for a minute, how does, how does this factor into the end time story? And I thought, yeah, later on today, I'll post something on my uh, ministry page on Facebook, right? That's uh, facebook.com forward slash these final days. Um and, and I didn't think there'd be a lot of interest, but yeah, throughout the whole day, I'm getting, you know, emails from people yeah. and, you know, texts. And then um, Sarah from, from the station here uh, sent me a Facebook message and said, hey, could you call in at two o'clock and comment on this? Um, and then my class last night at, at church, I do a class every, you know, week, every Thursday night at Living Word Family Church. That's the church where I serve as an associate pastor. You know, just tons of interest on this treaty, which I find very interesting. I mean, I, I told my class last night that that's really encouraging to me that the body of Christ like catches the significance of something like this. <laughs> yeah. And I asked my class to, you know, articulate, you know, what is it that you think is so interesting about this? And they kind of hemmed and hawed a little bit. Um, so, so maybe even without, you know, um, knowing the nuts and bolts of why this is significant. Um, again, it's encouraging to see that, you know, people kind of caught, Oh wait, this, you know, this means something. Well, it does. Yeah. Very, very, you know, important treaty. Um, and you were listening to when I called in yesterday. Yeah, I was. Yep. So, um, I mean, what what are your thoughts? Why don't you, what what do you know about the treaty? And Well, um, again, like you, I was getting buzzed all day long on my cell phone from different news outlets. And, yeah. and uh, you know, um, President Trump was tweeting about it before, way before the news outlets released anything. Um, that, hey, you know, woohoo, the, the treaty went through. And, and I'm like, treaty? <laughs> yeah you know it was it was like a shock because i didn't know that this conversation had been going on with israel and i i had no idea then, i think they were keeping it secret yeah especially in a time like this i would imagine you know uh as when uh, back in january with him and kushner you know with that peace plan um which you know, which factors probably, into that yeah right it was probably something that they had been you know doing for the last few years i would imagine 
um, because you just don't do this kind of stuff overnight. You're right. Yeah, you're you exactly know? right. Yeah, this, so, the, these are conversations that they've got for years. Uh, that secret, yeah. you know, from all the leaking <laughs> that yeah. normally that ship uh, produces, the Washington, D.C. <laughs> right. Um, so, it, yeah, it kind of it kind of threw me a little bit. And then I'm trying to figure out where this place is at, you know, and then, and then uh, yeah. you know, I heard your guys' conversation yesterday, and I'm like, oh, okay. So that's kind of cool, you know, yeah. in that uh, general vicinity. So, yep. And, and, you know, um, so you mentioned that the Trump Kushner um, uh, peace to prosperity plan that they unveiled mm-hmm. back in January, which, you know, you know, I've talked about that at length and, um, you know, we've been very excited about that and, yes. and, and the implications of it. And, and of course the kind of the, the main um, topic of that, that whole, you know, 181 page plan is uh, Israel going in and an- annexing, which means, ta- you know, taking right. full taking legal back, control. Yeah over huge swaths of, of the West Bank, um, which, which in effect would reduce, you know, any potential Palestinian state mm-hmm. uh, more than ever before. So it kind of just leaves a little Swiss cheese, you know, chunk of land for the Palestinians. And um, so, you know, Prime Minister Netanyahu of Israel, he's been, you know, very excited about that because, you know, for decades he's been in politics and this has been his dream to kind of go in and, and take over a lot more land, you know, for Israel, right. which really in the long term is better for the Palestinians. That's a whole other topic. But, um, but uh, the, the main thing that we've been excited about though, you know, with this treaty is not so much the annexation. In fact, uh, you know, the Bible says, you know, old Testament that, that God will curse anyone who divides the land. So really our friends in Israel, you know, uh, David Bedin and Noam Bedin, Noam Bedin has sat in this studio with you right. and I and been yeah. on, you know, so we know Noam very well, but um, they live in Israel and they're involved in, in, you know, all this stuff over there. And uh, they, they have been very much opposed to the Trump Kushner treaty for that reason, because uh, again, the, the, the pretense of the, of, of the, you know, that plan um, is to give the Palestinians some little piece of land for their state well, our friends don't believe in that. They believe in, yeah. you know, what they call one state solution, one state of Israel. Well, that's God's plan too, you know, the mm-hmm. Holy Land. The reason I've been excited about the plan, though, you and I both, is because of the little hints about what? Well, the the temple. The third temple, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's exciting about the the Peace to Prosperity plan. Um, you know, it, it there's there's little hints that, that uh, the Trump administration, so... You know, the United States government and the Israeli government at the highest levels uh, have their eyes on a coming third temple. It's it's very clear if you know what to, to look for, you know, in this plan, um, little, you know, a sentence here, a paragraph there. And then and then most compelling is is the map, uh, uh, you know, showing kind of the, the you know, what the idea is for the plan, um, which is kind of hidden right in the middle of the whole plan. It's called an appendix, mm-hmm. which usually goes at the end, but they tucked it right in the middle where, you know, no one would. You know, see it unless they're looking for it. And what's interesting, there's there's actually two versions of the exact same map. Uh, one is just the map. The second version looks identical, except one paragraph, one big bold text paragraph right next to Jerusalem that says, "All Muslims who come in peace are welcome to visit and pray at the Al Aqsa Mosque." Okay, okay. So what? Big deal. <laughs> Listen, I mean, talk about code speak. It's not even code speak. It's it's very very blatant. <laughs> Because right yeah. now the whole the whole you know perception in the entire world is hey the Muslims you know that's you know the Temple Mount belongs to them you know the mosque and that and the and the Jews you know they have no right to be up there and the Muslims today you know claim that the Jews have never even been up there right but but the plan um, uh, changes 
you know, the whole, the whole, what, what we call the status quo just, yeah. just completely, you know, turns it upside down. Uh, because what it, what it's saying is no, based on this plan, the Jews are taking back over the Temple Mount. Uh, they're going to control it. The Muslims are now just visitors. And if they behave themselves, they can come and pray at the mosque, which is at the southern end of the Temple Mount, mm-hmm. not where the, the, the third temple would be built, which is where the Dome of the Rock is standing, right? But um, so that's what's, what's really exciting about the Trump Kushner plan. This, this treaty with the United Arab Emirates that they just announced yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the, the uh, sheikh who is, you know, in charge on the UAE side, uh, Mohammed Ben Zayed is his name. Um, he said in, a, in this, you know, joint statement that Israel, in the context of this treaty with the UAE, has now agreed to back off from this plan of, of, of annexation. So, uh, and then the Trump administration kind of implied the same thing. Netanyahu didn't he said well this just kind of delays the plan he still wants to go forward with annexation but it definitely does impact the jared kushner peace to prosperity plan um we'll see how in the long run but um but it's almost like the trump administration you know with all the trouble that our president's been having you know here in the united states this year i don't know if you know this bill but it's been a rough year yes and netanyahu's going through the same thing in israel and and it just maybe they feel like they weren't getting traction with the peace or prosperity plan so Trump being the, the master negotiator that he is, I mean, let's face it, right? Fantastic oh, businessman, yes. knows how to make deals. Uh, I guess maybe use the peace or prosperity plan for leverage within the the Middle East, right? Especially mm-hmm. the Arabian Peninsula to say, hey, look, maybe we'll slow this down a little bit if you guys normalize relations with Israel. So so it factors in, you know, for sure. Um, there are in times implications here, too. Uh, I see we've already gotten a little bit long here. Why don't we take a break, hear some music, and then we come back. Let's talk about how this this particular treaty kind of fits into the end time story. Is is that cool? Do you want to yeah, do that? Yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, we you know, because it does. So <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it yeah. does. The phone number 800-721-9313. Pastor Ryan Speakman in the studio with me this morning. We're talking about the, the peace plan that uh, just happened yesterday. And uh, we'll also try to get to that incense and... Uh, that's uh, that's, that's our main we, topic, yeah. yeah that so we we'll, were talking we'll, about earlier a couple weeks ago. So yeah, I, and, I and definitely want to get back to that, that topic. Too, so. so yes, yes, sir. We'll get we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> there's you know there's news. You yes, know, there gotta is. Discuss it briefly on your celebration radio network. Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. Pastor Ryan Speakman in the studio with me, and uh, we've been talking about the new peace plan with the. Uh, um, What's the name of the country again? Emirates yeah, it's it's or? uh it's the United Arab Emirates okay, or UAE then. for short, and that's UAE. where um, Dubai is. Abu oh, Dhabi is the capital, okay. and uh, yeah, just a small country on the Arabian Peninsula. So they're uh, very close geographically to Saudi Arabia, and they're also uh, very close uh, politically with Saudi Arabia, very closely mm-hmm. aligned. So, um, so how how do you think this treaty uh, plays into the end time story? What would what would be your thoughts? I'd love to throw you curveballs and. Um. Well, you, you know, I don't know that much about the actual treaty with them because um, I haven't read it or anything. Yeah, there's um, not a whole lot to it. it. It's kind of a standard. And um, so, I mean, is it like a? It's just a, a standard peace treaty, right? Where they're uh, yeah, like, diplomatic relations, so that they'll have like you know they'll, they'll have embassies in each other's countries. Okay. Yeah, trade, tourism, you know, sharing technology, okay. uh, maybe maybe some sort of you know uh, promise to help each other militarily if. You know, and that's a, kind of a key point, actually. Yeah. Um, this this is not the treaty of Daniel chapter nine, the one that we're all watching oh, for, no, of course. It's you know, too small. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, of course, yeah. But um, but but you know, it actually kind of factors it's like into a, it. So a stepping stone, though, wouldn't it be? Yes, uh, it is. It one hundred percent is, and that that's you know why this we're you know we're saying that this is pertinent. So um, the way that it's a stepping stone is that um, again the UAE is closely aligned with Saudi Arabia. Um, they they uh, they're they're Muslim countries, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really kind of unheard of that they would you know have a treaty with with Israel. But they're not the uh, first Muslim country to have a have you know normalized relations with Israel. Do you know what the other two are? Uh, Jordan and um, yes. What's the other one? Right south of Israel, they they actually the Jews like split this place many many centuries ago. Oh, Egypt. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yeah, good good hand, huh? So so Egypt um, actually um, established dip- diplomatic ties with Israel in 1979, and then Jordan followed suit in, in 1994. 94, yeah. Now yeah, very good, excellent. So um, so what's interesting about that is that uh, when we read the end time story in Daniel chapter 11. Uh, it actually talks about the Antichrist who comes out of uh, Damascus, I'm guessing, or at least in that region, Syria, Lebanon, uh, that he sweeps down and and it says that the king of the south, which is Egypt, mm-hmm. uh, comes up to confront him and they, they actually go to war against each other. So, so Egypt, the Bible tells us, in the last days, and these are the last days, will resist the Antichrist who, who again, comes out of Syria and Lebanon. Now, who are Syria and Lebanon backed by today? Well, Russia. Uh, Russia, for sure, yeah. for sure, and Pakistan, um, maybe. Uh, I, don't, I really don't know. I don't pay attention to a whole lot of that. Yeah, and you know, and, you know most people don't, but this is China, crucial stuff. You know, I've, specifically Iran. Iran. Iran is the main one. In fact, Iran has a very, very strong presence in Lebanon in the form of Hezbollah. Hezbollah oh, is a yeah, proxy Hezbollah, of Iran, yep. uh, and they have an extremely strong presence in Syria, and they've been exploiting the Syrian civil war for you know years now, um, establishing a presence there. So. So um, now you do notice in the news that, that there's a lot of, you know, skirmishes between Israel and, and Syria. Oh, yeah. That, you know, Israel goes in and, and bombs the heck out of certain yeah. um, targets in Syria. Mm-hmm. And Syria responds back. Well, what Israel's going after is not the Syrians. They're going after Iranian military targets. So Iran, Iran is working very, very hard to establish a, a solid military foothold in Syria. They already have one in Lebanon in order to attack and, and you know Israel you yeah. know at some point right so that's why Israel keeps fighting against this so so um, think about that so uh, Iran is really the main belligerent up in the north king of the north that's mm-hmm. the the antichrist right and then the king of the south Egypt you know fights again so why would why would just speaking in, mo- in modern terms why would um, Iran and its proxies Lebanon and Syria have a problem with with Egypt I thought they were all Muslim what's what, what what's the conflict there the conflict actually goes back. Do you know? It's a trick question. Um, no, I don't know, actually. Okay, man, I, I, I'm going to give myself a gold star for yeah. tripping you up for a change. <laughs> yeah, I usually like get these. It's See, Christians, we, we, um, we need to know more about this stuff. I think that we oversimplify our, our concept. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we think, you know, Muslim and Islam, and we know that there's a... A, you know, ton of strife between Islam and then well, there's you a know, lot of Christians, Judaism, and Christianity. 
Oh, for sure. And also yeah. in Lebanon, you know, my friends in yeah. Lebanon, my friend in Beirut, he's Christian, right? Uh, and the West Bank, you know, everywhere, right? But um, even in Iran, there there's, you know, a small mm-hmm. Christian presence. So, but, um, but, but Islam is not just Islam. It's actually broken up into two uh, very, very different factions who, who hate each other, essentially, okay? And they've been at war all the way back to the time of Muhammad. So, so pretty much the day that Muhammad died, this, this split took place. And it's, uh, what, what are the two factions of Islam? If I give you enough hints, Sunni and Shia. Yeah, Shia. Okay, so, the yeah, the Shiites. Shiites yeah. yeah, so Shia Islam and Sunni Islam. Well, Iran is, is Shia. It, it, it's, that's the main Shiite country is Iran. Uh, Lebanon is Shia. Syria is, is Shia. Then Egypt would be the... Egypt is the other kind. They're yeah, Sunni. Okay. Sunni. Yeah. So, um, so, so this, this, you know, chess match, uh, that was described, you know, 2,600 years ago, 2,500 years ago, we're seeing it. It was 2,600 years. Um, we're seeing it, you know, uh, uh, unfolding right now before our eyes. Now, now what about the other country, Jordan, that has a peace treaty? What, what's it special only in times? Same, the same section of Daniel chapter 11, it says, that uh, Moab um, and Ammon will escape, mm, okay. escape the, the the clutch of the Antichrist. So they'll actually successfully resist the Antichrist. So they're against the Antichrist too. Well, Jordan is that's that that describes Jordan. Okay, Moab and Ammon. Those are biblical names for for Jordan. Um, and they they actually resist the Antichrist too. Well, they're Sunni Muslim also. So so in other words, you know, it, when the Antichrist comes to power and 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 starts his military campaign, it's not all clean and simple and everybody falls yeah. at his heels. Not at all. He'll, he'll, he'll be in a full-on, you know, civil war in that region. Um, and, and the division in modern terms will be between Shia Islam and Sunni Islam. Well, the United Arab Emirates, they're Sunni. Uh, they're aligning with Israel because they're terrified of Iran, who wants to take over the whole region. Yeah. Iran's very close to having nuclear weapons. So uh, this is the main reason why the UAE is aligning with Israel because Israel has nukes. Uh, Israel is is a major ally of the United States who also right. has nukes, and the UAE, just like Saudi Arabia, just watch. Saudi Arabia is probably going to do the same thing soon, establish diplomatic ties with Israel, and the whole reason is because they're scared of Iran. So in other words, Protection. what we're seeing is we're seeing. <laughs> These alliances forming yeah. right before our very eyes that that the Bible predicted thousands of years ago would wow. would describe the end time story. It's it's pretty exciting. That is so just what yeah. the Bible described. So that that's how this really factors in. And um, and I just said in seven minutes what it's taken me weeks to teach <laughs> in my class. <laughs> but that's kind of the gist of it. And uh, so you know, people, you know, uh, listening audience, just keep watching and and listening and listening. Yep. Yeah, yeah, keep, keep wa- watching the story and listening to our show, and yes. you, you know we'll fill you in. Hey, real quick shout out to Kyle Alirez. I'm probably pronouncing his last name wrong, but it's a, a, a guy who's been coming to my class recently. I know him from the gym, so Tyler knows him. Tyler, who okay. works here at KNLB, and I just saw he's watching our, our or listening to our show. Okay, so I wanted awesome. to say hi to well, Kyle. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, good morning, Kyle. Su- super smart guy. Awesome. I like him. Yep, <laughs> one of my new best friends. <laughs> Chris Tomlin featuring Lady A coming up next with Who You Are to Me on your Celebration Radio Network. More with Ryan in the studio uh, in just a few minutes, so stay tuned. 800-721-9313. We're going to get to the incense and the dye.
and our contest and this the morning contest to, yeah to books win and my a books. cd and yep and uh maybe even the dvd package so we'll, yeah uh, if we're feeling generous let's, i don't know maybe let's, let's see what happens we'll see <laughs> It depends on if you can answer a couple of questions. How about that? Um, I've got one uh, pretty challenging question. All right. Yeah. Well, if they get that right, then they can have the DVDs. I we'll guess. do it. Okay. Let's let's plan on that. All right. This is Bill, Pastor Ryan, in the studio with me, and uh, we've been talking about the peace plan um, with the uh, UAE, mm-hmm. and also um, uh, something that we've been talking about for a few times now. On, on yeah. The, our show is uh, the incense, and if we do it right, it's going to be probably a, a couple or a few more episodes, also. So, oh yeah, because it's oh, such a rich topic. Yeah, it's it exciting. Yeah, it is very exciting. And then uh, also we had mentioned um, the dye in mm-hmm. the last show. Yeah, um, that uh, the scientists and and uh, things that are happening in Israel and yeah, and how it all ties Which, together. Yeah, and that's kind of a mind-boggling thing. It's like we're talking about incense. Are we talking about dye? You know what? So, so, so first of all, let, let me encourage our listeners. Um, if you just want to kind of get like a bird's eye view of, of this whole topic, uh, what we're up to, um, go to my website, thesefinaldays.org, and just click on the link that says incense, uh, or you know, about a third of the way down the the main page, you'll see a graphic of the high priest at the incense altar. You know, you can click on that. But uh, anyways, or if you want to go directly to the page, thesefinaldays.org forward slash incense. And um, yeah, take a look. And and we kind of explain there what the connection is between the the incense and the blue dye, uh, which is called in the Hebrew, techelet. Okay, say it, Bill. Yeah. (laughs) See, you're still okay. We're going to keep working on this, okay? But... um, but but and what's what's very important about uh, these two things, along with a few other items, is that uh, they have to be identified. These the, the, these mysteries have to be solved uh, before the third temple can be built in Jerusalem. So um, a lot of Christians might might you know kind of instinctively ask, well, okay, the third temple. What what does that have to do with us? Is that really a thing? And um, what what do you think, Bill? I mean, we we've been talking about the the temple for for wow, months now. Um... You know, my answer to that is, hello, wake up, (laughs) drink some coffee, good night. (laughs) I mean, seriously? Mm -hmm. Yes, the temple is relevant to us. Um, My goodness, it's like the final piece of the puzzle that needs to be put together for the rapture to happen. For Jesus to actually come back. So, in fact, he's coming back for that temple. Yeah. You know, we should should make that point. You know, the Holy of Holies is where he dwells. Yes. um, And... That's that's it's the just, that's the throne room yeah, of, of God in heaven. Room. That will right. be Jesus' throne room here on earth. So, so you know, and and not to mention, I mean that that's the one sure sign that we know that we are really in the last of the last days. That Jesus' yeah. return really is him. And I mean, we could we could look around today and we could say that you know the pandemic and wars and rumors of wars, earthquakes, those are all signs. They're all signs that yes. we know this, but they're but they're signs that are that are kind of you know um, imprecise. We can't really pin them down. Obscure. It's like. You know how you know. many earthquakes at what at what right. you know and how many um, diverse places yeah you know you how know. many wars <laughs> and and how many pa- so so yeah. you know there's no way really to 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 really pin it down tightly I mean we know that you know all these things have been increasing substantially over the last hundred years compared to the last you know three thousand years yeah. of mm-hmm. of human history so that's definitely a clue but the one sure thing that when we see this happen then we know that's the third temple being built but. But yeah, like you said, I mean that that's that's the main point is that look, when Jesus comes back, he's going to rule and reign over the entire earth as king. Yeah. He's going to be sitting on a throne 
and it won't be in a in a high rise in Manhattan. It's going no. to be in the temple on the Temple Mount or in Jerusalem. one of the hotel rooms in Dubai. <laughs> yeah, you right. Know, Which I mean, you know, speaking the of the UAE, yeah, right? the UAE, yeah, <laughs> right. I, I mean, love nice place, those, but that hotel is so cool. The towers. <laughs> I'm sure Jesus might visit there. You know, take yeah. a little vacation. Who, who knows? Yeah, yeah but yeah, <laughs> but um, so so is the temple relevant? To, well, yeah, of course. You know, and and so many Christians who who might you know relegate that you know to the Jews. Look, the Jews right now, they're, you know, Paul tells us in Romans chapters 9, 10, 11 that they're in darkness right now, that they don't, yeah. it's only for a time, he says, you know, that the lights right. will go on. They, they will realize the scales who... will fall away. Right, good way of putting it. They'll realize who the, the, the Moshiach, who the true Messiah is. We already know him, Bill. Yeah. And our listeners, we already know him. So, so we should be even more excited about building his palace and his, and his throne room, you know, mm-hmm. in this earth. You know, when he comes back... I want to be able to to have Jesus know, hey, Bill and Ryan, and you know the listening audience, you know they yeah. they actually cared about this. They participated in in actually preparing the way in a very physical, substantial sense. Just like John the Baptist prepared the way for Jesus' first coming, we are to be preparing the way yeah, for amen. His second coming. And a huge part of that is is actually having this building that He's supposed to sit in and rule and reign from. Right, so. So um, that's this endeavor that we're we're engaged in is to to um, again there are s- several pieces of this puzzle that have have just been completely out of reach, uh, completely unsolvable for thousands of years since since you know the last two thousand years since the destruction of the second temple. So for two thousand years there hasn't been a temple, right? Right. This is the sign of the last days again. But um, but uh, but the but these you know mysteries like like you know. Um, the Ark of the Covenant and the Red Heifer and who are the priests, you know, these are all things that have to be resolved before the temple, the third temple can be built, that place where Jesus will rule and reign from. Um, but but two of the, the, the these items, again, are the incense and the tehillet, the blue dye. And uh, interestingly, the, the mystery of the tehillet ha- has been solved. And I want to kind of get into that story this episode, yeah, bit, and, yeah. and and in a couple of weeks we'll come together and get into it more. But uh, we spent the last couple of episodes here on the show um, talking about the incense and just the extraordinary process that that you know has has you know been undertaken to solve the mystery that and and so uh, you know long story short there are eleven main ingredients or eleven ingredients of the incense, a few adjuncts it's called. Um, there are four that are mentioned in the Torah in Exodus chapter 30, uh, verse 34. And one of those four has been a complete mystery for about 1,500 years. No one has known what it is. So our friend, Dr. Kirsten Benkendorf in Australia, she's a marine biologist. Uh, she, she is very close to solving that mystery. But, um, but, but uh, in researching this and talking to Kirsten and writing about this, um, it occurred to me, and it already occurred to Kirsten, as it turns out, that uh, that there probably is maybe a connection between the incense and the blue dye. Okay, so so Bill, do you remember from our last couple of episodes uh, what what did Dr. Kirsten Benkendorf and her team? What was it that they in that they that they honed in on? Sea snail. A sea snail, right? Yeah. Now, the one that they that they used for their you know research and experimentation, the scientific paper that they published in 2017, uh, it's a it's a sea snail that lives only off the coast of Australia, New Zealand, called uh, Decathias orbita. Okay, um, it's only in Australia. This is this is you know nothing you know the is the the Jews in Israel 
2,000 years ago, 3,500 years ago, wouldn't have had access Access to this snail. So it just doesn't quite solve the mystery conclusively to the point where, you know, the rabbinical community, when the time comes, is going to say, yeah, we're going to use this in the incense. They're not going to use Decathias Orbita in the incense, okay? (laughs) Because it couldn't have been the actual source. But at least she's identified, hey, it's this this feature of this sea snail called the operculum. It's like a little trap door that goes over right. you know, when the snail feels threatened. You know, you, you talked about this on our yeah. last show, but you remember as a yes. kid with the yeah. snails, they had a way to protect themselves. Well, um, it's this anatomical feature that probably is the source of the biblical Oniha. But but my thought as I was, you know, researching right is is um, there seems to be a connection between this, there probably is between this and this other amazing historical discovery in recent years uh, uh, about the blue dye. So, so um, how about if we take a break? Actually, let, let's talk about our contest first, but then we'll take a break. And then I want to get into the story of the blue dye. And yeah, again, exciting. it's all extremely complicated. I know it, <laughs> but go to my website and you can read kind of the, the bird's eye view of what we're talking about here. But, um, but we're trying to bring together uh, this marine biologist, Dr. Kirsten Benkendorf, with Dr. Baruch Stearman in Jerusalem, who has worked on the blue dye directly connected to that, um, to conclusively solve the mystery of the incense. This is what we're working on. Uh, what's our contest? Well, um, we have uh, Ryan's book series, uh, These Final Days, Part 1 and 2, and also a CD by Matthew West uh, called Brand New. It's his latest album. It uh, has uh, 16 tracks on it, so it's uh, quite full. Now, um, if you uh, answer a question that Ryan's going to ask you, we'll also throw in uh, the DVD uh, series um, that you put together of your trip to Israel back in, what, 2014, 2015? Uh, This one is from um, 2014, yes. 2014? Yeah. Okay. Great content. Yeah, and uh, that was actually part one. Uh, of your DVD series, so yes. we have that uh, from here. that from that one trip. From yes. that one trip, yeah, I've done three. So, but so but there's five C, five DVDs in this DVD set, and and uh, little mini video. documentaries, I mean, interviews, yeah. and yeah. yeah, it's all just original content that I did when I was over there with my friend Vernon Bridges. He traveled yeah. with me on that trip, so yeah, great DVD set. Yeah, so we're gonna throw that in as well. Wh- uh, when do you want to answer the, or ask the question? We'll do that uh, after th- after this uh, next. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Song. Okay, and then we'll figure out what number caller we want to call yeah, we'll in. Yeah, we'll tell them yeah. when, we get, uh, when we get there. Yep. I don't, I don't, we'll talk about it off, off the air. <laughs> you will come so. up with a plan. Yeah. yeah right on. Sounds good. Caller number 237. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. 
Uh, 77. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No. Okay. Better, better number. Yeah. On your Celebration Radio Network. Our number again, 800-721-9313. That's 800-721-9313. Yeah, that is Toby Mack with City on Our Knees on your Celebration Radio Network. And we need to be a country on our knees. Yeah, amen uh, to that. Yeah, Second yeah. Chronicles tells us that. Uh, you know, uh, speaking of scripture, uh, one of the things that I love about you, Ryan, is you're constantly reminding people to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And uh, our Version Bible at verse of the day today is uh, Galatians 5.25 that tells us if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Yeah, good. Yeah, because uh, kind of it's kind of hard to do one and not the other. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you're really say that you're filled with the spirit and you're walk you know you got to walk in it right well you're going to bear his fruit yeah and if you're not bearing the fruit of love joy peace self-control kindness goodness you know all those mm-hmm. then that's a hint that you may not be filled with the holy spirit yeah and you know the good news of that is that doesn't mean you're bad it doesn't mean that you haven't you know earned it uh it just means you haven't asked <laughs> yeah and or maybe you have asked but it's been a you know day or two and and you know jesus tells the parable of the ten virgins that mm-hmm. that that, you know, their lamps, you know, the, the five foolish ones have let their lamps burn down that oil, which is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. They've let it, you know, dwindle. You know, they've been using it, burning it, shining yeah. their light. We have to continually ask to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Holy Spirit, fill me today with your anointing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So if we live in the Spirit, we must also walk in it. So that uh, just, like you said, bears fruit and uh, whatever fruit we're bearing. Uh, tells us uh, how we're living. A tree is known by its fruit. Yeah. I think Jesus said that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he cursed the one that wasn't producing. <laughs> so, yeah. That, and it that, withered and died. That, that fig tree. Yeah, yeah. So we want to be careful not to be one of them. That's for sure. Yeah. Plus it's, it's a matter of uh, survival in, in these times. I mean, it always has been, but more now than ever. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So not just, you know, I mean, spiritual survi- survival for sure, but even physical survival, mm-hmm. we need to be hearing from the Holy Spirit constantly, you know, where do we go? What do we do? And you yeah. know, the, the times are getting crazy out there. Yeah, they are. They're going to get crazier. Yes, they are. If you don't believe me, just listen to some in times guys <laughs> talk sometime. <Yeah>. Right? <laughs> ah, would that be us? <laughs> well, oh, yeah, that's our job. Okay. Yeah. So I have a, a Matthew West CD, these final days, part one and two. Mm-hmm. And then uh, your question for the DVDs. Yeah. So, so, so we're going to have a, uh, call or call in, and, and we didn't decide what number call. No, we kind of got off track on other things. <laughs> yes. Um That happens. But, uh, you know, I'm thinking uh, five, the number of grace. Uh, that sounds good. Call yeah. number five. I think we did that last last show also. Yep. So, uh, okay. So caller number five who can answer this question correctly will win um, both of my books, uh, These Final Days, Part 1 and Part 2, available on Amazon if you just want to go on and grab them. You know, if you don't win. Um, and then also, we're giving away the DVD set. Yes. And then the CD is is what again? Matthew, uh, Matthew West, and it's called Brand New. Okay, so this is a pretty nice gift package that, that we're giving yeah. away here. So you have to be caller number five. And the question is, so we're, we're getting ready to delve into this topic, and this will go on for a couple of our episodes for sure, of the biblical blue dye. Very fascinating, very important. Um, uh, now, incredibly, you would think, you know, well, what, what does a color have to do with God and all that? Everything. Yeah. I mean, God's very, yeah. very precise, right? He is. And and if we don't get this perfectly, then then the temple is is not correct, and the Holy Spirit will not return to the temple. We're talking about old covenant now. Right. Okay, we're in the new covenant, so it's hard for us to relate to this. But it's just the way that it works. 
um, the the blue, which the Hebrew word again is Bill. To hail it. Oh, dude, you're getting closer. Am I? Yeah, you got okay. you got to put that that Jewish ch yeah, in there. Yeah, I'm not good at the like ch. Le, like lechaim, <laughs> you know. So I had to practice for a while without you know. it. It beat yes. To hail it. To hail it. To hail it. Okay, you're, you're getting there. Like you're clearing your throat, you know. And um, that that word is actually mentioned uh, 47 times in the Torah. Uh, yeah, I think it's important. So, and 42 of those, 42 of the 47 pertain specifically to the holy temple. So the, the, the biblical blue, the Tehillit, is not only extremely important, you're right, but, but of particular importance to the temple. That's why this color, okay, the source of the color, the, the blue dye, has to be positively identified before the temple can even be rebuilt, okay? Yeah. Before Jesus' palace can be, can be constructed on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, we have to solve the mystery of the blue dye, along with these other mysteries we, we've talked about, right? So... Um, so uh, here's my here's the question, Kay. So blue is obviously very important to God. The color blue uh, in the Torah, where he first uh, gives this instruction to Moses, he he mentions the blue plus two other colors. There's actually three royal colors altogether. Blue being the main one that we're honing in on. There's a reason for that. The other two are already kind of worked out, right? Uh, so the question is, what are the two other colors? Ooh. The three royal colors are blue, and then you tell us the two other colors, and you win the package, the two books, yeah. the CD, the DVD set. Piece of cake, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and if we need to give our callers another hint, if if the you first, can do that, yeah. we'll, we'll do that like next time. But yeah, so people call yeah. in and. Let's let's see if uh, you know this is why God created Google. So <laughs> <Yeah>. hint hint, <laughs> right? One eight hundred seven two one nine three one three. Caller number five this morning. We'll have that opportunity to win the DVDs as well as the books and the CD. Eight hundred seven two one nine three one three. Just uh, be caller number five and answer the two uh, royal color question. Yeah, what what are the two other colors yeah, the besides other, blue? So there's other three all together. But you have to be caller number five. So if you're not caller number five, don't say don't what answer the, what yeah. the colors are. Right. You know, you got to be just, caller number five. Just hang up so, and call back real yeah, fast. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's uh, go to the phones. Good morning, your Celebration Radio Network. Who's this? Hey, this is John. Bill, how you doing? Good, John. And I'm, uh, I'm not you're, number. You're number one. <laughs> oh, of course I am. <laughs> number one, man. Where, where are you calling from, John? All right, John. I'm we, in Havasu. John, Where are you oh, coming? you're in Havasu. Okay, okay, cool. All try, right, try, well, again. try, try again. Okay, okay. There's okay. lines open. Good morning, your Celebration Radio Network. Who's this? Oh, Devonda. Devonda, you're number two. Try again. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, your Celebration Radio Network. Who's this? Hi, this is Mark. Landis. Mark, you're number three. Try again. Wow, three's a good number. Three yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Try again. <laughs> try again. <laughs> Good morning, your Celebration Radio Network. Who's this? Hi, Bill. This is Sharon in Yucca Valley. Hi, Sharon. You're number four. You just Thank missed you. it by one. God bless you, and try again, try again next Thank time. You. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good morning, your Celebration Radio Network. Who's this? Devonda. Devonda. Oh, you made it you back. You did it. Oh, you're you're number five. Thank you. So, speed so, dial. So now we have, we have blue is one of the colors. Now what are the other two? Purple and red. Oh, very good. Yeah, huh. now I'm that, very impressed. Now, is, now, yeah. how, I knew the did, purple for sure, but I wasn't sure if it was red or gold. Was <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't positive. So, so how did you did you did you know this, or you had to look it up, or 
No, I knew purple. Um, but then I was thinking, well, blue and red make purple. So that's oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. So that so the very three true. colors actually go go very well together. God has good taste. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, great job. So you, you definitely win you the contest. A, you won everything. And, <laughs> the DVDs, yeah. the books, oh, and the CD. Yeah. So congratulations. Well, well done. Thank so. you. So how, so how do we get that to her, Bill? Do we have I'm going to put her on hold. We'll get some info from her. I know that we already have her address there in Blythe, but um, I want to make sure that I get it all because so, I don't have access to it. But I'll put you on hold, Devonda, and I'll get with you in Thank just a minute, you. okay? Thanks. And again, congratulations. Yeah, great job. Very impressed. Thanks. Yep. Yeah, her and her family, the Cormells, very smart. Um, uh, Naomi is uh, one of the ones that does the scriptures during like our, she does. Oh, yeah. They, okay. They're the ones that usually do the scripture challenges during our punch oh. drives. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. Naomi so, and so, yeah, I know Anna I've heard the name Naomi. Leland. That's probably. Yeah. And, and tell me her name again. Devonda. Devonda. Okay, I'm going to try yeah, to remember and that. And her husband's name is Leland. Now, now tell me their last name again. Cormel. That's interesting because the, so the Hebrew name for the blue is Tehalit. We're still working on uh-huh. that. The Hebrew name for the purple is Argamon. Uh, the Hebrew name for the scarlet or the red, which which uh, Devonda just got uh-huh. crooked, is Carmiel. Oh, so it's kind of close to their last name. Yeah, it what, is. What's their last name again? Cormel. Cormel. So it's kind of, yeah, yeah. kind of close. Carmiel is oh, the is cool. the Hebrew. So yeah, <laughs> interesting. Well, again, congratulations there. <laughs> to Devonda, and uh, we're gonna go to another requested song. It's called "Oh Come to the Altar" by Elevation Worship, and uh, more with Ryan in the studio. We're gonna get to uh, the incense and blue dye and we'll talk about more of that coming up story of the blue dye yep yeah to hail it love it (laughs) 800-721-9313 for that prayer request pastor ryan speakman is in the studio with me we've been uh, talking about incense and the royal color blue red and purple yeah the three royal colors yeah yeah. blue okay so so as i kind of mentioned briefly in the in our you know last uh segment um, the reason that we hone in on the blue, the Tehalet, and not the other two colors, the purple and the scarlet uh, or red, also known as Argamon and Carmiel, um, is because the Argamon and, and Carmiel, those are, those are you know, uh, better known. Um, I mean, we already know what those are. Right. So, so the Tehalet has been And they continued throughout the centuries. Uh, right. You know, royal, I mean, purple is, you know, associated with royalty for, you know, for as long as anyone can... Uh, look back into exactly history. exactly so, yeah and um so so we didn't really lose and scarlet those. as well i guess you, you know a lot of kings you know their robes would be red you mm-hmm. know and, and things so yeah yeah and those colors were were very very valuable because they're very difficult and expensive to or were very difficult and expensive to obtain you know back then yeah it even says in the new testament um the lady uh is it priscilla no. uh or was it lydia it was lydia lydia, lydia. yeah was she it was, was a, a trader and trader uh, tyrian yeah. tyrian yeah. uh purple that came from tyre yeah, up, in, up in lebanon that, you know that she was a trader in in that so mm-hmm. she even mentioned and she was very very wealthy yeah wealthy. because of that yeah, yeah. so so it's actually in the 1850s that there was a chemist in uh uh britain great britain that um that that discovered how to synthesize uh colors and and ever since then the 1850s we've been able to you know i mean look look well my i'm wearing gray shirt but you're wearing you're wearing a nice you know dark blue shirt yeah and that probably didn't cost you three hundred dollars <laughs> no <laughs> you know because it's synthetic dye right? right so so uh you know because of that you know it's been almost 200 years now that we've been able to synthesize you know color dye 
that that we just we've lost any perception of of, of how, how valuable was created this, this used know. to be right so yeah so and um and again the, um it, it was very central to to god's house the holy temple the beit Hamik, hamikdash and uh and actually um where god fir- first uh gives this instruction to moses um is you know of course was on mount sinai it was in the very beginning so so moses goes up to mount sinai uh, he's about to receive instruction. He's up there for 40 days, right? Right. Okay. Just like Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness. It's all yeah. kind of connected. But um, but he's waiting to hear instruction from from God. And and God ends up giving him just a, a ton of information. I mean, it fills chapter after chapter in the book of Exodus, right? Um, uh, nine or 10 chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and what's interesting is that even that, uh, Moses only wrote down maybe, maybe one-tenth of what God spoke to him. And the rest he passed on orally to the people, which, you know, continue to be passed down generation to generation for, for centuries, you know, beyond that. And then finally, after the time of Christ, uh, this was all put to paper in the Talmud, uh, the, the Mishnah Torah, you know, et cetera. Right. So, um, but, but it all begins in Exodus chapter 25, verse 1, and God uh, starts telling Moses, he says, speak to the children of Israel that they bring me an offering this is how it all starts, right? From everyone who gives it willingly with his heart, you shall take my offering. And this is the offering which you shall take from them, gold, silver, and bronze. And then this is Exodus chapter 25, verse 4. Blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, and goat's hair. So so almost the first thing that God ever says to Moses, I mean, he says gold, silver, and bronze. Very next thing he says is the blue. <laughs> so just just by order of ordering, mm-hmm. it seems to have you know great prominence. So so um, the blue was actually used uh, throughout the holy temple in a lot of different contexts. So so you're so smart, and you know a lot about this stuff. So I want you to throw out a couple ideas to me. What, where, where do you know that the blue was used, or do you? The only reason uh, I was, ask this is because I think you don't know the answer, and I'm, I'm just I'm always trying to trip you up. So, well, um, <laughs> I bet you do. Probably in the priest's robe. Oh yeah, you got me, man. And yeah. uh, I, never, I would I have trick to you. imagine that uh, the coverings, some of the coverings, were for like the tables and and things were might have been in blue as well. Wow, did and we talk the, about this before? No, we haven't. Oh my gosh, yeah, because because nobody knows this bill. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. So, so 10 gold stars right there for that. Yeah. Good job. Oh, thank you. And, and, and what, the curtain would have been in purple. I was just going to say one more yeah. very important thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, you covered all the bases. Wow. I thought you might guess one. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, man. This is why like we're best friends. You know this stuff. So, um, yeah. So, so first and foremost is the high priest 
uh, garment. So he had several garments that, mm-hmm. that he wore for for different you know ceremonies or Yom Kippur or whatever. But one of his main garments was the was the blue garment, and it's pure blue. And today, the uh, the Temple Institute in Jerusalem, these are the guys who are preparing for the third temple by by creating all the things that that you know need are needed for the temple, everything that they can create. Okay. So, and then they're working on the other stuff, like the red heifer. We know where the Ark of the Covenant is. Yeah. But uh, if you go to the Temple Institute, and actually, if you go to my website, thesefinaldays.org, uh, right there on the main page, you'll see a, a, a photograph of, of uh, it's a mannequin, you know, standing in for the Kohen Gadol, the high priest. Mm-hmm. And, and this mannequin is wearing this blue garment that the Temple Institute has created that will actually be worn by the actual high priest when the third wow. temple is built. And in this picture, he's actually standing next to, this is kind of a cool connection, the incense altar. Oh, really? So again, we're kicking around this weird idea that the blue yeah. dye is related to the incense, two entirely different things. But, but there's this connection that we're, that we're working on with our fundraiser. By the way, the fundraiser, um, we're trying to raise $6,500. Uh, we're almost to the one-third mark. We're up to $2,150 raised in just the last five weeks. And I'm not here trying to raise money for that. Listen, support your celebration radio network, please. That you know, Amen. this is such yeah. such great ground, such a great ministry. But but still, I'm going to mention it. Okay, so <laughs> so support this radio network, please. And if you have a couple extra that you want to, you know, you could go look at my you know site. But yeah, we're doing very very well with the fundraiser. But but anyways, yeah. So so you, um this you know the the templates that they've cr- they've created this uh, using the actual tehillit. That that um, was rediscovered recently, you know, the last few decades, by the t- uh, Patil Tehalit organization, which is located in Kafar Adumim. I've been there. I've been there and helped produce dye. I, w- I did their little. Oh, you know, neat. Yeah, yeah. That was they back have like in a tour that you know the instructional mm-hmm. thing that you can do and yeah, yeah several several I hours. Love, they I show you the whole process. Kind of yeah, stuff. and yeah. then you can actually participate in 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 creating some dye. So you know, very exciting. And this is back before I really knew the the extreme importance of all this, right? But but anyways, yeah. So so the high priest garment, um, the the temple or the veil that separates the holy from the holy of holies, where the ark of the covenant sat, right? Yeah. And that was the veil that was torn in two when Jesus right. died on the cross. So that was that was woven of uh, the blue, the purple, and the red, and and that thing was huge. You know, thirty feet yeah. wide by sixty feet tall, weighed a ton. Yeah, and it was uh, probably a few couple inches thick, I would imagine. Uh, yes, yes, for sure, a couple inches yeah. thick. And um, and technically, there were actually two two veils because you had to have one um, in the front and one one right behind it, and maybe about you know two and a half feet between the two, and this would form like a corridor that the high right. priest could could walk through. So he would enter over on the left through a little opening, uh, walk between the two veils thirty feet to the to the north, mm-hmm. and then and then there'd be another opening on the inner curtain. Uh, where he could enter the Holy of Holies, right? So technically, yeah. there were actually two veils. And, and the reason for that is to separate um, the two rooms that you wouldn't be opening up the veil and uh, the other room would be exposed. Right, right. You know, so there had to be a space there. Yeah, no one was allowed to even yeah. see the Holy yeah, of Holies except, except for the high priest. So. Right. But, um, and then the third thing, so so the veil... The third thing, like you said, which which, I mean, even most Jews wouldn't wouldn't know this. I know this firsthand because you know I have a lot of friends. Um, that it was also used in the coverings for certain items. So the table of showbread mm, when they when they transported it, guess, yeah. they had to cover it with uh, the, the Bible calls a badger skin. Okay, we're not quite sure if it really was badger or what it was, 
could have even been like a sea mammal, but Mm -hmm. you know, dolphin skin or something, but it was dyed the biblical blue. And also what else? A covering for Ark of the Covenant. Yes. Very, very good. So, so Raiders of the Lost Ark, love the movie. (laughs) Very inaccurate on a lot of points. Okay. (laughs) So, but you know, there's always this, um, even today, you know, you look up a picture of the Ark of the Covenant and, and I have a really cool one I show in my class where the Ark is in a cave and there's dust and there's cobwebs and, and, you know, I'm thinking, wow, that's so close to accurate, except the Ark is fully exposed. It's not true. It is hidden in a cave underneath the Dome of the Rock in the Temple Mount today at this very moment. But whoever finds that cave and breaks into it, I'm hoping it's me working on it. (laughs) It, uh, What what they're going to see when they first enter this chamber is is just this blue badger skin covering the Ark. They won't see the Ark at first. It's it's underneath that, that covering. So those three things... But what's really kept this the spirit and the dream of Tehillah alive on a daily basis for the Jews is is a is another purpose for the Tehillah, the blue dye, uh, that is outside the temple. Okay, and why don't we take a break? Here's some more music, and when we come back. We'll talk about that, and and it's it's interesting. Just again, it it kind of um, democratizes the the Tehillah, the blue dye. Brings right. it out of the temple, and, and this is how important the blue is. All right, we'll, we'll do this. that here right after news, weather, and lighten up. And this song going out for Kayla and Isaac in White River, it's for King and Country with God Only Knows on your Celebration Radio Network. Again, the number for prayer, 800-721-9313. Well, 12 minutes after the hour on your Celebration Radio Network, Pastor Brian Speakman in the studio with me this morning, best-selling author, videographer, and associate pastor at Living Word Family Church, yes. where Pastor Maureen Collins allows you to <laughs> allows that's yes. a very good word. Yes, uh, she's so to gracious. teach on Thursday nights. So, yes, and every once in a while, I'm sure you do other duties. So, oh uh, yeah, yeah. My my wife and I were always down there. Yeah, busy, busy. Believe yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. It's it's an honor and a privilege. So, uh, and yeah, so that's every uh, Thursday night at six p.m. eighteen ninety West Tacoma, which is Living Word Family Church here in Lake Havasu City. Um, I teach my these final days uh, class. Um, you know, we always have people bring you know special dessert and all that. So it's I had about twenty people last night. Yeah, awesome, good, great turnout. Yeah. But uh, but we also live stream it in case you can't actually make it to the to the class or you're out of town, whatever. Um, so you go to uh, facebook.com forward slash these final days. That's my ministry page. Um, and then forward slash live uh, or just go to the page and you'll see it. But um, but you can find my live stream again every Thursday, 6 p.m. Arizona time. And uh, yep, have a great time doing that. So. And, and let me let me put in a plug for my book series too if that's okay yeah um, just go to you can find me on Amazon these final days by by Ryan Speakman uh, or just go to my website thesefinaldays.org and you can find my books there <laughs> you know my videos all kinds of content links to your YouTube channel and yeah. also your listen live link to hear uh, to hear as well. And, so, and our podcast so yeah, this, this podcast. show that we do every every you know two weeks here at you know KNLB. Uh, Bill and I turned this into a podcast called The Coming Kingdom with Bill and Ryan. You can find that on Google Podcasts, uh, Apple, iHeartRadio, you know, et cetera. So, so boy, and I actually work for a living too on top of all this. (laughs) (laughs) Go figure. So, so, okay. So we're talking about the blue dye. And again, this, this, you know, we're tying this all into, you know, the incense, which is the, the focus of our fundraiser. But, uh, but the blue dye, you know, is actually half of this equation of, of you know, of our fundraiser. So, so we want to, you know, talk about, you know, the importance of this. 
And, and again, most Christians, of course, don't know about the blue dye. You know, most Jews don't know most of what we're talking about here. Um, and I know this because my rabbi friend, you know, who comes to the synagogue here yeah. from L.A., uh, he's, we were talking one morning and he started to say to me, you know, yeah, I really like talking to you, Ryan, because you know a lot more about all this stuff than most. I thought he was going to say most Christians and he said most Jews. <laughs> like, oh, okay. That's cool though. Hey, God, yeah. God called me to this. I love it. So, um, so the blue, so we know that the blue dye from our last segment, you know, we talked about this and, and Bill, you just hit that one out of the park, threw you a curveball, you hit out of the park. Uh, how is it used in the temple? So we know right. the high priest garment, the holy, you know, the veil that separates the holy from the holy of holies and the, and the coverings for the various things like the table of showbread and the Ark of the Covenant it, itself. But the blue dye was really special because the blue in particular, um, not the purple, not the red, not anything else, but but God made sure that the, the that the blue would become part of the people itself. So so that so the general Jewish population that didn't serve in the temple, they weren't priests, uh, and and even if the temple isn't standing, there's this ordinance about the blue dye that pertains to every individual Jew. Okay. And, uh, oh, they it, put it in their clothing, didn't they? That's it. That's yeah, it. I knew you I get remember it. Yeah. something about that. Yeah. yeah. So it's actually from uh, Numbers chapter 15, and it says, again, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, uh, speak to the children of Israel, tell them to make tassels on the corners of their garments throughout their generations, temple standing or not, right? Yeah. And to put a blue tehillet thread in the tassels of the corners, and you shall have the tassel that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them and that you may not follow the harlotry to which your own heart and your own eyes are inclined, and that you may remember and do all my commandments and be holy for your God. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God. So God's really emphasizing the importance of this 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 color of all things, yeah. you know, the, this blue dye that he says, I want you to put every single Jewish man is to put this in his garment. So so the prayer shawls that they that they wear, it's, mm-hmm. it's called talits. T- Okay, or tally tov is, is the plural, and then and then the strings that hang down the tassels, those are called uh, tzitzit, or the plural is tzitzio, right? And um, God told the Jews there there has to be blue thread woven into this, right? So even when the temple wasn't standing, so the temple, the second temple was destroyed in the year A.D. seventy by the Romans, and and most of the Jews fled to Babylonia. <clears throat> okay, so there was already a Jewish community there left over from when. Uh, the prophet Daniel was there, yeah. you know, hundreds of years earlier. and uh, But this is where the Jews had to flee to because now the Romans have destroyed Jerusalem. They've destroyed the temple. They've, they've, they've kicked the Jews out. They, they killed a million Jews in that, in that episode in the year AD 70. But, but for the next uh, several, you know, really half dozen centuries, the Jews living in Babylonia, far from the coastline, they were still able to, to get the blue dye. They kept the trade going. So the blue dye was was, you know, someone, the Romans, basically, in in Israel, in the Holy Land, they, they called it, you know, Palestinia at that yeah. point, right, or Palestina, that they kept producing the blue dye, and they and they, they were selling it to the Jews for the next, you know, uh, six centuries, you know, the next 600 years, almost 600 years, about 550. So the Jews were able to keep this commandment, at least, you know, they, they had lost their temple, they'd lost their, their nation, they'd lost their, their holy city, but they could still keep the the blue dye in their garments um, until the year 638, when the Muslims came in and and um, you know went to war against the Romans, uh, brought an end to the Eastern Roman Empire, the Byzantines, mm-hmm. right? The, you know, yeah. Byzantine Empire, 
and uh, and they took over the Holy Land again. The year was six thirty eight. When they did, the Muslims outlawed anything that, that related to the Romans, um, including the dyeing industry. So they actually outlawed tehillat, literally made wow. law saying that it, it's it's against the law to produce this this biblical blue dye. So the Jews lost it. So so how long ago was that? That was that was over fifteen hundred years ago, right? Or about yeah. or about no, not quite. Almost fifteen hundred, about fourteen hundred years ago, and um, and and the Jews lost it. And over the centuries after that, uh, they gradually lost even the knowledge of where the dye came from, what's the source of the dye. And and in a later rabbinical text, there's this this very sad line. Uh, the rabbi writes, "But now we have only white, for tehillah has been hidden or lost." So they were mourning the loss of of, of the blue dye fourteen hundred years ago. But they didn't lose the dream of it. Okay, so even before the temple is built, the, the the blue dye. If we could just find that again, well, there's an amazing story of how this actually was rediscovered in in our time, Bill. Basically, in our yeah. time, right? Uh, really, yeah, specifically in our generation. How, how right. old are you again? I'm 53. Yeah, you're older than me, man. By launch, yeah. I'm only 52. I'm turning 53 <laughs> next month. And um, in in our generation, Bill, this has been rediscovered, and it's. It's such an exciting story, but but uh, we're out of time now, so why don't we save it for our next episode? Yeah, we will. In two weeks, good cliffhanger, and then we'll get more into like how does this tie into the incense fundraiser, you know, et cetera. So it's 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 also complex. I always say this, which is why I love it. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of detail because God is you know a God of detail. Yeah, so. yeah, and it's just it just it's like like the greatest you know detective story on earth and. And yes. just so many mysteries, it's, and they're all they're cool. all they're all unfolding before our eyes. It's it's a sign that's, that we are in the last days. That's the cool part. Yeah, this this yeah. all means one thing, and that's that uh, Jesus is coming, coming back to soon. Earth soon. And yeah, boy, do we need him. Oh, do we ever? Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks again, Pastor Ryan, for coming in the studio this morning. We'll see you in two weeks. Sounds good. Appreciate it when you come in. Yeah, love you, man. Always love have a great too. time here. So you're the you're the smartest. No, you're the second smartest guy I know. The smartest is Elijah. Of course. Well, yeah. Right. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'll give him that. Can't deny yes. that. Yes. Our very own Elijah. 